0: Welcome to the Family Photography Marketing Podcast, where we dive into the world of marketing and help you take your business to the next level. I'm your host Fiona, a marketing expert with 10 years of experience in the family photography industry, and in each episode of this podcast, I'll be sharing my insights and strategies for successful marketing to help you navigate the ever-changing landscape of digital and traditional marketing techniques. So whether you're just starting out or looking to fine-tune your marketing approach, this podcast has something for you. So join me and let's get started. Welcome to the Family Photographer Marketing Podcast. We are back after a little summer hiatus where I had to figure out the correct room in my house to hide in while my kids are home for the summer so you don't hear them thundering around above my closet, which is where I was recording before. So this week, we are going to be talking about up-leveling your client experience. One of the most overlooked areas in increasing brand trust is within the experience that your client is having. So instead, when we think that we need to up-level our client experience, it goes to things like better editing, presets, posing, and client closet. And those things matter to a point, but if the experience on the client side is choppy, difficult, or frustrating, it will cause you to lose business, especially repeat business. So that's why it's really important. A photographer who has the prettiest dresses, the best posing, and the best locations, but an extremely frustrating booking process and or client discovery process will lose business over the person who has simplified that. So that's what we're going to talk about. So in the very beginning of when the client discovers you, this is an initial point that's often overlooked. And I have talked before about thinking about the client experience as a road that your client is traveling down. So as they discover an image that you take, they lean into your brand, they discover more images like the one they fell in love with, they lean in further. Trust is going up. They feel supported by their brand. You have systems in place to answer questions. It could be as simple as educational, motivational content on your social media, on your website. They like what they see of you, if you're showing up within the brand. And now they're like fully leaning into the brand, right? They are ready to hand you money. They're like, if your brand was at the bottom of a bucket, they're like, fully bent over the bucket, trying about to hand you money, but they can't find you in the bottom of the bucket. Instead, what they find is a college admissions essay about the essence of their family story, which many people don't know all their children's favorite breakfast items and what they want their lifetime family legacy to be. So what do they do? They just put their money right back in their pocket and back out of the bucket. And I say that kind of jokingly, but I have seen the wildest client questionnaires. These things are in-depth, like could take a really long time to fill out. So if you're hell-bent on giving people client questionnaires, we're going to talk a little bit about that, but also make sure that that comes after your booking process. A lot of photographers have this fear that if they let people into the brand without pre-qualifying them, they won't be the right type of clients. And I don't know exactly where that started. I'm sure it started by somebody who had some sort of system to sell. But I remember when that advice started going around and it became the more complicated the questionnaire, the more ideal the client will be. And that is simply not true. And they're often suggested, I still see it to this day, When people say, how can I get more clients? How can I up level my client experience? Having a questionnaire is often one of the first things that is recommended. There's a few issues that I have with these questionnaires, so I'll kind of go through them and why I think you'll have better luck focusing elsewhere. So if you ask a ton of questions about what your client wants, you are putting your pressure on yourself to deliver that. That's the first issue you would then remove yourself from the rightful seat as the creative visionary. So in my sessions, I say to the client, "Is there are there any specific images that you want as we go along? If so, let me know. Beyond that, I'm running the show, and I frankly don't want the pressure of their specific wants and needs from the session on my back. Without kids present, maybe. Like if it was a couple session or or something like that, I'm, I can be much more collaborative. But when I'm already managing kiddo behavior, family connection, light posing, wardrobe play movement, I can't also be thinking about that essay they wrote me about all the shots they want. This may be a controversial take, but I'm the expert here and so are you in your business. In my experience, the more a client can just go with your flow, the happy, the happier they are throughout the session. If the client comes away from the session and thinks, well, I, she made me spend the time to tell her the six things I wanted out of this session and she only got two of them. Trust is broken and you set that system in place, right? You asked and then didn't deliver. Whereas if the only expectation for the family is for her to get a session Just like the one that she fell in love with in your portfolio, she's going to be delighted and trust will remain high and her willingness to refer you will remain high. So you can see how by putting more pressure and more expectation on the session, that doesn't actually lead to a better client experience. It's more important that you step into the role as a creative visionary of the session and you know what you need to make the session work. What the client needs to bring to the session is what they're already probably going to bring anyway. So if you, if styling is important to you, you can help them with that. For me, I'm still in my constant quest to try to get dads to just chill out and be present. I haven't quite figured out exactly how to communicate that because I know that mom is the main person I'm in contact with when booking. But at the end of the day, I really don't, I can't, I I can't promise that I'll get anything beyond what's going to happen at the session because in the beginning of the session, I have no idea. I don't know who likes to connect with who. I don't know who's more snuggly. I don't know who's more standoffish. I don't know who's more playful. And I could ask that in a question, client, client, question, oh my gosh, a client questionnaire. But then I would want to have to study that thing and make sure I knew and carried that information in the back of my head and put things together to try to deliver a vision to the client. That's the client's vision when instead we could all just roll forward with my vision. And to be clear, my vision is literally whatever happens here happens. I have a couple main goals at every session, make sure mom looks good and make sure there's connection and make sure we have good light. That's kind of what I'm focused on. And if that is all anyone is focused on, and I know I can deliver on that, my trust in myself as an artist is high and the client's trust in me is high as well. If your sessions are super specific and you need to pre-qualify to this degree of this college essay, that's fine, but also know that's very rare and your branding will naturally weed people out if done correctly. So we know that this idea of these extensive questionnaires were introduced somewhere. I've also seen the questions on them are... Very, sometimes very generic, really have nothing to do with it. It's almost like a client is giving you information so that you can feel more connected to them. To me, all of that can be done if it's part of your process, if it makes you feel more comfortable as an artist after they are on your calendar. There's no reason that the answers to that, those questions should keep them off your calendar. And if they're not, there's no reason that they need to be spending the time when they're in that motivational point to give you money that you're slowing the money giving process down by asking them a lot of questions. So if you're set on having a client questionnaire, just move it into the booking process after they're on your calendar and maybe make it, I mean, if you want to make it mandatory, fine. But I just think that if I am at a store and I've fallen in love with an item and I want to pay for it, but the salesperson wants me to like write an essay about how I'm going to use the item. I'm probably not going to buy. And there's a chance that may be happening on the photographer side as well. So just know that that could be a system that's no longer serving you. Family photographers have a kind of bad habit of implementing systems that someone told them to implement and then not revisiting them or running through them as a potential client to make sure that they make sense. This happens with websites as well. I talk about that in the website episode. So if your brand trust is high, you can make booking simple. Simplicity might be the key to upleveling your client experiencing client experience, not overcomplicating and adding more things in, which is often what people think. I need more. I need more. I need more. You may just need to simplify. You may need to pull images out of your brand that don't match the client experience that you're trying to give so that everywhere the client looks throughout the process, they're only building more trust. So that is step one in the up-leveling experience. Is there a clear brand? Is there a trustworthy outcome for each new client? Is there an easy booking process? So we cannot forget that in Whole Foods, people are paying for their expensive-ass groceries with their palm print. So the way society is moving, people want to buy things in an easy process. And I literally don't know a more complicated process to buy something than some of the way that y'all have your client questionnaire set up. So remember, we have to go with what clients, potential clients are doing in other aspects of their life. So if they really want to book with you and they love your work, but they're not willing to spend time, oodles of time within your booking process, you need to look at that. You can even reach out and ask potential clients and say, hey, how did you feel about my booking process? Was there anything that was frustrating? Was there anything you felt you didn't need? If clients love the quiet client questionnaire, perfect. Just move it to inside of the booking process instead. You could find that let's go to your main pain point. Maybe of having, you feel like your, your complicated booking process is a gatekeeper to potentially bad or mismatched clients. So my guess is that mismatched clients is a branding, marketing, messaging problem. Not that you need even more information about a potential client before they book, unless it's something like you know there are there are photographers who do these extended in-home sessions about where they're like literally a fly on the wall but even that i feel like can be taken care of in a simple form like i do have a booking form where i ask the ages of the kiddos and things like that it's more informational you could just have a check off that says I understand that throughout this documentary documentary experience, the photographer will not be interacting with my children and they check it off. Like that type of thing can be so much more simple for on the client side than asking the client to write about exactly what they want out of the documentary experience because they might not even know, right? They might be hoping you as the expert are just going to provide that for them. So the client experience is all about how the client feels. And this is really important. So easy, exciting, fun. These are all good goals. Difficult, time-consuming, confusing, frustrating. These feelings are a no. If you're curious, like I said, have someone mock book you. Ask for honest feedback. Say, discover my brand on Instagram and get to the point of getting on my calendar. How did it feel? Did you feel, do you feel, Prepared for what you're getting yourself into? Do you understand my t- style of session? Do you feel like you are going to get what you want if what you wanted is what I give? Not enough family photographers are asking these types of questions and taking these types of actions. So, if you have that handled, you need to make sure after booking that you have multiple helpful touch points with your client before the session. So, you can automate this to a degree. What we do as family photographers is a personal service and you need at least one of your touchpoint emails to be personal to the client because too many automations can make us feel robotic when we actually want to feel active, helpful, and caring. So yes, HoneyBook and Dubsado and all of these programs are great and it's really wonderful to make sure that everyone's getting reminders and things are going on calendars, But if you feel like you are just booking with a robot, then you may lose that ability to build one more trustworthy touch point before the session actually comes. In fact, this would be a great place to insert more client questions if if you, as the artist, feels more comfortable knowing more about the family. The client should know exactly where and what time to start. They should feel good about outfits with education from you if that's part of your brand, and they should know when to expect images after the session. Anything else within that process should be very personal to that family. Whatever it is that they're, whatever other information they need, make sure that there is just like a little bit of a personal touch in one of those emails. I do feel like that's very important, especially when it's paired with online booking, because many of the clients who book me, I never speak to them at all before they end up on my calendar. So I can't have a a completely robotic system when my brand is actually very, very warm and hand-holding. So after you deliver the images, then what, how can you up-level? So you want to make sure that the first email that you send with the gallery is about them, not about you. I think I talked about this in maybe two episodes ago about feedback and how we may desire it. Um, but the, it's not actually the client's job to provide it. And I think it's a good idea to not press for feedback. So you, you don't want to make your initial email to them about your need for feedback. So there's no point in having it because hardly anyone gives it anyway and you will just overfocus on it. So instead, make it just about one more delightful, easy, here's what you do with your images, let me know if I can help you all about their experience receiving their gallery, not about your need for feedback because a client will notice that and they'll feel a little bit of uncomfortableness of feeling like now I have to tell this person exactly how I feel when even if they don't have good, bad, any feelings at all about it, we don't want to put any unnecessary pressure on the client because pressure can break trust. So you could have an excellent session, you could deliver the type of gallery that they want, but if they feel frustrated with your need for feedback, then it could hurt you, right? So you want to be really careful here that you don't take a good relationship and put pressure on it. So if you're in building mode, and this is the tricky part, because you want to figure out a system where you can check in with that client to get the next Session scheduled. I think that is important, again, when you're in building mode, that you can keep tabs on that person and find a way that feels aligned for you and aligned for them, where you're checking in and letting them know that you want to make sure that they don't miss out on getting on your calendar again in nine months or a year or whatever it is. So again, this system is about what's best for them, not you. Now, if you have a super fan who's someone who you jive really well, you love working with them. Maybe they're really connected in your community. That's a person where you can reach out and say, "Hey, maybe we could have a mutually beneficial relationship here and I could gift you one free mini session every year for every X number of clients you refer." If it, you you have a good read on your clients and you'll know if that's something that they might be open to. But for the vast majority of the after or I'll say post gallery delivery, you need to make sure that your conversational tone doesn't switch to you becoming needy and instead stays at delighting your clients. So how I always love that idea of like, I try to be as delightful as possible. And the way this is in my mind is like, before the session, my brand is accessible. It's easy to understand. It's easy to book. Everything is as clear as I can be, despite having a lot of different types of sessions and a lot of different types of locations at different price points. That's just kind of how my brand has to be in order for me to feel like I am not resentful of driving farther for one distance. I like I have to have it separated in my mind that way so I can have different, pay- different price points. But despite that level of choosing different types of sessions, I try to make it as easy as possible. At the session, no matter what's going on, I'm just happy to be there. If there's a kid having a full-on meltdown, you will see Fiona just standing there with a smile on her face. Like, delightful. Anything is fine. This is fine. It doesn't bother me when I send out the gallery. I'm just helpful for anything you need. I don't need you to validate my work. It's not your job to do that. Here's your images. Enjoy right? So I like the idea of stepping into the role of being delightful. So I hope this helped you think about ways that you could uplevel your client experience. Of course, there are many, many other ways that you can do so, but I would say that the number one overlooked way is the actual getting on the calendar process. And the fact that you may have overcomplicated that or taking yourself out of the seat of the creative visionary by giving the client too much say in what they want in the session as a guise of getting to know them better. So you just need to be really careful that you're not giving away all of the creative freedom to the client and then you're chasing them around as a a lowly service provider trying to execute their vision. So for me, in over a thousand family sessions that I've done, It works best for me and the client if I remain in creative control. Okay, I hope that helps, and I will be back next week.